Prince Andrew and the former president Bill Clinton have been named in newly released court documents relating to the sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. They include associates, friends and alleged victims of the disgraced billionaire who died in jail five years ago. The papers relate to a case that was brought against Epstein's associate, Ghislaine Maxwell. She's currently serving a 20-year jail sentence for child sex trafficking. Our correspondent in Los Angeles, Peter Bowes, told us more about what's in the documents. There are 943 pages in all, transcripts of interviews, depositions, all part of a, a civil lawsuit brought by one of Jeffrey Epstein's accusers against Ghislaine Maxwell, his uh, longtime friend and associate who is now serving 20 years in prison for crimes that she committed with him. And yes, these documents have references to several of the very high profile people that we know uh, were associates of, of Jeffrey Epstein over the years. There are more than 60 references to Prince Andrew. There's uh, the repeating of uh, at least one allegation against him that in the past Buckingham Palace has described as categorically untrue. Former President Bill Clinton is also mentioned as expected. Uh, he was uh, known sometimes to use Jeffrey Epstein's planes to fly on humanitarian trips to Africa. But again, there is no suggestion in these documents that he did anything illegal. There are also some references to Donald Trump and again, no suggestion that he was involved in any wrongdoing. And also references and the names of many other people who are not famous. Uh, in fact, it's notable that the judge um, who authorised the release of these documents said that many of those people had not objected to the release of these documents, which uh, suggests that for those people, this could be, in a sense, a clearing of the air that, yes, they may well have crossed paths with Epstein at some point in some way in the past. But uh, for them, there is certainly no suggestion that they are implicated in his crimes. There is still more to come on this. There are some more documents that are due to be released in the coming days. Our correspondent in Los Angeles, Peter Bowes there. Well, let's go live now to Lucia Osborne-Crowley, who's a legal affairs reporter with legal news service Law360 and the author of a forthcoming book on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, The Lasting Harm. Thank you so much for joining us, Lucia. This is a long-awaited, uh, long-anticipated list. Why have the names been released now? Well, this, I think, is one of the most important things to talk about today because, um, as we've just heard, this lawsuit was filed in 2015. It's a, it's a lawsuit that's almost 10 years old, and these names have been protected by um, judges uh, for, again and again, over those nine years. Um, and it's really significant that Judge Loretta Preska has made this decision um, to make these documents public because I think it shows that there has been a, a shift both in the legal system and in the culture, in terms of um, uh, taking these kind of sexual offences more seriously. Of course, in the time between... So this 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 is a um, defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell brought by Virginia Dufre, who, as we know, has been fighting for justice for herself and, and other survivors of Jeffrey Epstein for a very, very long time. And um, in, in the time since this lawsuit was filed, of course, um, as Peter just mentioned, um, Ghislaine Maxwell has, has been convicted um, uh, in, a, in a federal trial. So the, the fact that a decision has been made to stop protecting um, the names of these people um, just shows us that I think the legal landscape is 
is changing, um, that judges are more willing to be transparent and, and more willing to stand up to wealth and power when it comes to um, uh, the impunity that, that they have operated with for a very long time. What's the legal implication for the names on the list? So, um, as we've just heard, uh, for a number of the names, there, there is no allegation of um, any illegal conduct, so any um, involvement in the sex trafficking or sexual abuse itself. Um, there is a repetition of um, an allegation we have heard before, um, but this is in um, sworn testimony. So there's a, a, another victim who alleges that Prince Andrew groped her in one of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's homes. Um, the fact that that allegation has been repeated in a deposition um, is, is significant. I think he will have to answer questions about that. Uh, uh, as we know, the, the palace and he himself have vehemently denied uh, all allegations, but the, re the repetition of, of this allegation by a second victim, um, apart from Virginia Dufresne, who, who sued him personally, um, uh, is significant. Um, and the legal implications also, you know, the fact that these are now in the public domain um, might make it easier for victims um, to come forward and file their own lawsuits, because this is a whole trove of new evidence that was uh, kept secret by the by the court system for a very long time um, for for not particularly good legal reason and so now there is and there's more to come as we know this is only the first 950 or so pages um, and I know that there's many 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 more names to come and so this will give um, victims the legal permission to to go forward and seek legal action if if that's what they want to do. Just briefly, Lucia, why have the names not all been released in one go? Because, in a way, delaying the release of them means more speculation, which we have seen on social media, which obviously we won't repeat here. But why not do it all in one go? Yeah, it's a very good question. Um, and uh, the answer is that just it mainly comes down to the fact that um, this is, it's, very, it's a very hard task for the judicial system um, to unseal all of these documents, some of, because these, these documents are still partially redacted to protect the identities of some of the victims who are named, who, who don't wish to have their identities revealed. So uh, it's a long process of going through all of the documents, redacting certain names, um, and then uploading them to the court docket. Um, it could just be that uh, this is all that they could upload in one day. We might have exactly the same number of pages tomorrow. Um, so unfortunately, it's a very boring answer, I think, um, <laughs> about, about the clerical nature of, of the justice system. Um, and we often see this with huge tranches of documents that... Yeah, that um, all makes sense, Lucia. Thank you. Boring, but very uh, effective and helpful answer. Thank you so much, uh, Lucia, for giving us a thorough overview of that. That's the legal affairs reporter, uh, Lucia Osborne-Crowley there.